listen on the go. Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Why not make a donation? Streaming live the station. District of the Mission. Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco. MutinyRadio.fm. Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for Let's Watch. start today on the AltaCast. Hey everybody, thanks for being here. Little late start. Things are going to be banging around. The wonderful Journey Roberts is fixing the window, putting in some plexiglass, making it look classy again instead of like a dilapidated clubhouse strip joint. Some crazy underground We're crazy. All right. That's the AltaCast. LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth, could not make it today, nor will she be back until the new year because she's going to China. What? Amazing. I have so many questions. Is there a Chinese Santa? Do they have stockings? What kind of fires do they have? Do they have fireplaces? Do they even know what Christmas is? 
I mean, it's all sort of a silly construct, but it's a fun holiday. It's next week. I haven't really been giving it any thought. This weekend, I'm going to have to work my ass off. Laura Ingalls wilding out. <laughs> that was very funny. Laura Ingalls wilding out. But I am like, I'm not like making candles or anything, but I do make fun treats for everyone. Uh, so that's exciting. Yay. It's Christmas time. And then it's New Year's time. And then it's time for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival here on Mutiny Radio, March 1st through 7th. Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, is going to give me a call at 12.30 so that we can um, talk about China. It's exciting. I have no idea what's happening in the world right now. So we should all find out together because, I mean, I have no idea what's happening. I've been hiding myself in a barrel of IPA coming out for free ice cream days. What have I been doing? No, I've just been working on the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, so I've had time to pay attention to all of our lives falling apart. Is that what? Ha- is that what? Is that what's happening? We're all falling apart. Well, you know what's coming together? The door here, the door here at Mutiny Radio is going to have some new plexiglass in it. It's going to be great. All right, let's go to our friends at. See, I don't even know. I know nothing without um, without Latoya. I'm I'm absolutely lost. I'm like only I can only think of the terrible things. Like, what does Breitbart say? <laughs> what? What's the enemy saying? They still exist? Are they allowed to? Yeah, of course they are. Fake news, real news. We're doing it over here, spying behind enemy lines here on the AltaCast, looking deep into Breitbart. Um. You know, fun, I gotta say, fun website, a big, big, huge ad at the top, dumb, not cool, um, but I, I, I quite like their logo with the big B, uh, everything's in orange, which I enjoy very much as a color, it's one of my favorite colors, so, oh, that is crazy. I thought I heard voices in my head, but no, I was just being a terrible producer. Uh, exclusive press secretary Grisham defiant on impeachment day. Uh, so it is impeachment day. Is that happening? Dems want to overturn 2016 because they know what's coming for them in 2020. Oh, I love their inflammatory nature. This is going to change things forever. This is a quote last minute Dems bribery talking point. Because it polled well. White House Press Secretary Stephanie Grisham joined Sirius XM host Alex Marlowe on Wednesday's Breitbart News Daily for an exclusive interview to discuss President Donald Trump's letter to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi blasting the impeachment process. She described impeachment as a desperate Democrat effort to overturn the 2016 election because they know President Trump is likely to re- to win in 2020, which is crazy. Because he's a liar and a rapist. Now, I'm not really one for um, calling out people that when it hasn't been proven and all this kind of stuff. But so many women have come out against Trump here and nothing happened. Like, nothing. 
at all. And and we knew about the grab and by the pussy from the beginning. So what does this teach us that only some people hate black people, but everyone hates women, including women. Women hate women probably the most of all. Isn't that ironic? That is so funny and weird. Like we're all still competing for... Uh... It's just crazy looking at Breitbart. I'm just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm stunned. I'm, I'm stunned. Trump urges America to say a little prayer. Uh, let's, I want to look up this letter now. Um, the Trump, Trump Pelosi letter. Oh, do do Donald. Oh. President Donald Trump blasts Nancy Pelosi in dramatic open letter ahead of impeachment vote three hours ago. Damn. I mean, we all know that all of our politicians have been liars and we've been covering up all kinds of things for years and years for the quote unquote good of the people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We've all seen the Game of Thrones. We've all seen the stories. People in charge have to do things sometimes to, to shield the many they have to lie. Well, you know, do I agree with it? No, I don't think that lying is good. I don't, I think that transparency is great. And, and, but then also even, cause that's the thing, even with transparency, you can still spin it in a completely different way. Like even when you think you're being completely transparent, someone could still see you as being not opaque. Okay. All right. This is funny because it's on Yahoo Entertainment. And it says, President Donald Trump blasts Nazi Pelosi an open dramatic letter ahead of impeachment vote. All right, here we go. 280 characters weren't enough for President Donald Trump on Tuesday when he wrote a scathing six-page open letter to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, furiously complaining about his impeachment charges. Quote, You have cheapened the importance of a very ugly word. Impeachment. Trump wrote in an unprecedented letter, which was published online and directed at Pelosi, who is leading the charge on the move to impeach him. Among his grievances, the president lamented, more due process was afforded to those accused in the Salem witch trials. And added to Pelosi, no intelligent person believes what you are saying. He doubles down. I love how he doubles down. He just leans in to all of the everything and he's like this isn't but he's he's absolutely lying all the smart people are saying like this he is dumb but maybe you know dumb people think they're smart the u.s house of representatives is expected to vote today whether to impeach president trump on charges of abuse of power and obstruction of congress stemming from allegations that the president pressured ukraine into launching investigations into his democratic political rival former vice president joe biden in the upcoming 2020 election. We've gone over that. But a trial in the Republican-led Senate deciding whether Trump will be removed is expected to take place in early January should his impeachment pass today. President Trump has fervently maintained he did nothing wrong, often tweeting out of his frustrations over what he calls a sham investigation and a witch hunt. 
Everyone, you included, knows what is really happening, the president, 73, wrote. Your chosen candidate lost the election in 2016 in an electoral college landslide. 306 to 227, abolish electoral uh, college. And you and your party have never recovered from this defeat. You have developed a full-fledged case of what many in the media call trumpet derangement syndrome. And sadly, you will never get over it. In his letter released Tuesday afternoon, Trump also threatened that Democrats would pay the price in the 2020 election, calling the impeachment an attempted coup. Nothing is more than a, this is nothing more than an illegal partisan attempted coup that will, based on recent sentiment, badly fail for the voting booth, Trump wrote, continuing. I have no doubt. The American people will hold you and the Democrats fully responsible in the upcoming 2020 election. The president's letter is riddled with errors and showcases his usual penchant for exclamation points. He continues to claim he did nothing wrong during the July 25th phone call with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky that sparked the impeachment investigation. Oh, but you know what could have sparked the impeachment investigation? Him using Mar-a-Lago for for retreats for other heads of state for using government funds to line his own pockets because he bought government funded things to his own business conflict of interest could have been impeached for that but no uh, just saying the president's letter is riddled with errors we'll get to that Investigators say Trump bribed President Zelensky by withholding $400 million in military aid to the country until Zelensky agreed to launch an investigation into Democratic presidential nominee Biden. Those calling for impeachment say Trump's move crossed the line and saw him use the office of presidency for his own personal gain. Our president holds the ultimate public trust. New York Representative Jerry Needler said earlier this month, when he betrays that trust and puts himself before the country, he endangers the Constitution, he endangers our democracy, and he endangers our national security. The framers of the Constitution prescribed a clear remedy for presidents who so violate their oath of office, and that is the power of impeachment. Yes. I want to read this letter. He's a mermaid. I'm the baby bush. I mean the baby bush. The baby Trumpy. Oh, you give me Oh, you afraid you're going to get a peach? Oh, boop, 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 boop. Yeah, you're a lying pack. You're dog shit, man. You don't care about women. You've never respected the rights of 50% of the nation that you supposedly represent. 50% of us all have vaginas. Just grab them by the pussy. Just keep that whole... I'm the smartest person in the world, misogynistic white man thing going for as long as you can, bro. Keep riding that wave. I can't, I, I can't believe that it's taken this long. This is the letter from President Donald J. Trump to the Speaker of the House of Representatives. I'd like to try to do it in his voice, but oh, I suck at it so bad. The Honorable Nancy Pelosi. No, that's more of like a George W. Bush kind of like, hey, <laughs> dear Madam Speaker. <laughs> okay, so... I'll just read it as myself. The Honorable Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House of Representative, Washington, D.C., 2515-2055. Dear Madam Speaker, I write to express my strongest and most powerful protest against the partisan impeachment crusade being pursued by the Democrats in the House of Representatives. He did not write that sentence. 
This impeachment represents an unprecedented and unconstitutional abuse of power by Democratic lawmakers, unequaled in nearly two and a half centuries of American legislative history. <laughs> the articles of impeachment introduced by the House Judiciary Committee are not recognizable under any standard of constitutional theory, interpretation, or jurisprudence. They include no crimes, no misdemeanors, and no offenses whatsoever. You have cheapened the importance of a very ugly word. Impeachment! Exclamation point. That I think that he. By proceeding with your invalid impeachment, you are violating your oaths of office, you are breaking your allegiance with the Constitution, and you are declaring open war on American democracy. That he's the one inflaming, fan the flames, baby. You dare to invoke the founding fathers in pursuit of this election nullification scheme, yet your spiteful actions display unfettered contempt for America's founding and your agree foundling and your egregious conduct threatens to destroy that which our founders pledged their very lives to build keeping rich white men in power is that over yeah even worse than offending the founding father founding fathers you are offending americans of faith by continually saying i pray for the president when you know this statement is not true unless it is meant in a negative sense it is a terrible thing you are doing but you have to live with it not I, exclamation point. Oof. Your first claim, quote, abuse of power, is completely disingenuous, meritless, and baseless invention of your own imagination. <laughs> Double down, Donald. Double down, Donald. No wonder he ran, he owned casinos. He is doubling. He is, he is splitting his hand and doubling down on either side. You know that I had... A totally innocent conversation with the president. You know that I had a totally innocent conversation with the president of the Ukraine. And then I had a second conversation that had been misquoted, mischaracterized, and fraudulently misrepresented. Fortunately, there was a transcript of the conversation taken. Not really, though. It was like the hearsay of the... Con and you know from the transcript, which was immediately made available, that the paragraph in question was perfect. I said to President Zelensky... Quote, I would like you to do us a favor, though, because our country has been through a lot and Ukraine knows a lot about it. I said, do us a favor, not me and our country, not a campaign. Then I mentioned the attorney general of the United States. Every time I talk with a foreign leader, I put American, America's interests first, just as I did with President Zelensky. Because you think that you being the president is putting America first. It's so twisted. And there's a whole team of people that put this together. This is almost like a, they wrote this for the movie later. You are turning a policy disagreement between two branches of government into an impeachable offense. It is no more legitimate than the executive branch charging a member of Congress with crimes for the lawful exercise of legislative power. No. And that's the thing is there's so many other un you you can actually impeach the president for behavior unbefitting of a president. And I feel like his behavior even in writing this letter is the most unbefitting of it's the least presidential behavior. You know full well that Vice President Biden used his office and $1 billion of U.S. aid money to coerce Ukraine into firing the prosecutor who was digging into the company paying his son millions of dollars. You know this because Biden bragged about it on video. Biden openly stated, I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I looked at them and said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor is not fired, 
You're not getting the money. Well, son of a bitch, he got fired. Even Joe Biden admitted just days ago in an interview with NPR that it looked bad. Now you're trying to impeach me by falsely accusing me of doing what Joe Biden has admitted he actually did. It's so funny that he's bringing, he's trying to still slander Joe Biden. Like the whole point of him talking to the Ukraine guy was to try to like slander and get rid of Joe Biden. And now he's like, well, maybe I can fucking do this myself. <laughs> They're all crooked. Every single one of them. And then, you know, but can we can we try to pick the most honest of the bunch? Whatever happened to our buddy Ralph Nader? Looking out for our best interests. Good old Ralph Nader. Anybody miss Ralph? Still alive, right? Bring Jimmy Carter back. He's still alive, right? Um, where are we on this? President Zelensky has repeatedly declared that I did nothing wrong and that there was no pressure. He further emphasized it was a good phone call and that I don't feel pressure. And he explicitly stressed that nobody pushed me. Nobody pushed me. Nobody pushed me. Ask the little kid who's being bullied on the playground. Nobody. Nobody pushed me. Ukrainian foreign minister stated very clearly I have never seen a direct link between investigations and security assistance. Now, here's the other thing that's ridiculous, is that President Trump is writing this open letter right before, you know, basically saying, none of them did their job. They just did impeachment hearings. They went through all of this stuff. All of this should have been brought to light. He's like a, this is his big, like, big scary push at the end. Uh, it, it's just, it seems so... It just seems so funny. It's like, who wrote this movie? I'm trying to hear Eaton Jr. mention. I want to know who the writer is. I want to give him, give him the Oscar this year, right? Crazy stuff. Again, I'm reading the open letter from President Trump to Nancy Pelosi. Where the Ukrainian president said, nobody pushed me. I didn't feel pressure. Nobody's bullying me. Melania, come out. Tell us what a bully he is, please. Show us on the dollar he touched you. The Ukrainian foreign minister said very clearly, I have never seen a direct link between... If I can't do I can't do a Russian accent. It sounds racist. I've never seen a direct link between investigations and security assistance. He also said there was no pressure. Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin, a supporter of Ukraine, who met privately with President Zelensky, has said... At no time during this meeting was there any mention by Zelensky or any Ukrainian that they were feeling pressure to do anything in return for the military aid. Many meetings have been held between representatives of Ukraine and our country. You know, with guys with guns and masks. Just kidding. Never once did Ukraine complain about pressure being applied. And no quid pro quo. I want nothing. I want nothing. I want President Zelensky to do the right thing. Um, I think this might be Latoya, the sheriff of truth. Let's check it out. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm waiting for a call from Latoya. I got it. I know, but I've got bye. That was sweet, Gal. I'm like, I'm waiting for a phone call from Latoya. I was like, oh, she's early. Oh, sweet Gal. God love you, sweet Gal. But you don't listen to the station. No, I, you know. The second claim, so-called obstruction of Congress, is preposterous and dangerous. The House of Democrats are trying to impeach the duly elected president of the United States for asserting constitutionality-based privileges that have been asserted on a bipartisan basis 
by administrations um, of both political parties throughout our nation's history. Under that standard, every American president would have been impeached many times over. As a liberal, as liberal law professor Jonathan Turley warned when addressing congressional Democrats, quote, I can't emphasize this enough. If you impeach a president, you make a high crime and misdemeanor out of going to the courts. It is an abuse of power. It's your abuse of power. You're doing precisely what you're criticizing the president for doing. Huh. How about this? We don't want you as the president. The people voted. The electoral college is a sham. And you only won because of money and electoral college and all that kind of stuff. The people don't want you. Not Some of the people do because I guess they're dumb and they don't think for themselves and they don't see what's happening. But... We're not going to take your racist bullshit anymore, bro. Like, you all this, this country was built on immigration. You're an immigrant yourself. We're all immigrants here. And when do we decide that the immigrants aren't good enough? What year? Was that what it was? I mean, for a while we were like, no Asians, the Chinese exclusion law. The So many, so many laws have been passed. And we're supposed to be, we're supposed to have our arms wide open for the world that we're supposed to be built on but that's only because we need cheap labor you know that was how america was built was on cheap labor and they're like yeah yeah come over here immigrants you're cheap labor but then suddenly the labor gets power or organizes in some way or has like an ethnic conclave and they're like oh, 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 oh put the laws on they can't can't have any more of them no ah, ah, ah. scary you know it's it's how much how much money do you need rich white man rich person in general it doesn't even have to be white i don't know why i don't even know why i have to bring race into it doesn't even if, if i'm gonna just pull it out billionaires how dare you mark zuckerberg i'm calling you out thanks for the cool hospital bro but 8,500 people right now it's raining and 8,500 people don't have homes and 50 percent of them are over 50 years old you heartless piece of dog shit billions of dollars if you're a billionaire and with all of the buildings here that are i'm telling you the transamerica building if it's the symbol of san francisco we should turn it into housing and there should be not we should never have poop on the streets because everyone should have a goddamn place to shit right in the richest city in the world where people are paying thirty five hundred dollars a month for studio rent in the city in the tenderloin please we don't have enough money to do this, to take care of it, to take care of our own people, to take care of our old people. Socialist rant, here it comes. They're old people. What the fuck is wrong with you, you ageist, bitch-ass motherfuckers? You young kids, well, they're old. Yeah, they're fucking old, man. They've lived a long time. You have no respect. You have any respect? Why is it like all oh, the future is like, oh, yeah, respect for our elders, it's a thing that used to fuck that. Like, ageism, man. They're old. There's people living. There are over 4,000 people that sleep in the goddamn street. And they are old. And we don't care? Hey, I'm poor too. I don't know what to do. But billionaires? Take care of the city that made you, man. Fucking. Even the, even the homeless people are on Facebook because Obama gave them a phone or whatever. It's like you're, you're making money off them even when they don't have a house. Okay, back to this off-the-socialist rant. Everyone, you included, knows what's really happening. Your chosen candidate lost the election, but... Okay, I already read that part. Ugh. Oh, no, no, no. This is... He was just repeating. 
You've never recovered. Okay, everyone, you included, knows what's really happening. Your chosen candidate lost the election in 2016 in an electro electoral college landslide, 306-227. But we all know the electoral college is a sham. And you and your party have never recovered from this defeat. You have developed a full-fledged case of what many in the media call Trump derangement syndrome. And sadly... You will never get over it, exclamation point. You are unwilling and unable to accept the verdict issued at the ballot box during the great election of 2016. You have spent three straight years attempting to overturn the will of the American people and nullify their votes. You view democracy as your enemy, exclamation point. It's just so funny because that's not true at all. First, he, he like negates himself in the same, and it isn't even him, it's his whole team, but they negate themselves in the very beginning by talking about the electoral college landslide. Well, they view the people voted and he did not win. The people, the pe if it was one vote, how come we can, everyone has one vote for American Idol or for other, some stupid goddamn thing on the TV and we can't have one person one vote in our presidential elections like if we're gonna if we're gonna treat it like the circus that it is at least give us bread we're hungry uh it's ridiculous i mean any 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 semi-intelligent person can read that and see the hypocrisy how he doubles back on himself in the same paragraph Speaker Pelosi, you admitted just last week at a public forum that your party's impeachment effort has been going on for two and a half years, long before you ever heard about the phone call with Ukraine. 19 minutes after I took the oath of office, the Washington Post published a story headline, The Campaign to Impeach President Trump Has Begun. Less than three months after my inauguration, Representative Maxine Waters said, I'm going to fight every day until he's impeached. Hey, I agree. <laughs> the House Democrats and introduced the first impeachment resolution against me within months of my inauguration for what will be regarded as one of our country's best decisions, the firing of James Comey. Oh, James Comey used to be my homie, who the world now knows is one of the dirtiest cops our nation has ever seen. A ranting and raving congresswoman, Rashida why do you have to say ranting and raving before a woman? Rashida Tlaib declared just hours after she was sworn into office, we're going to go in there and we're going to impeach the motherfucker. Oh, this this must be uh, Latoya. Let's see. Latoya, is that you? Oh, okay. Yay, here we go. We're going to do that. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do this. Hey. Yeah. I'm yay. yay. Latoya, you're here. I was, I yes, was, I am not there in the present, but I'm here. Well, it's exciting. You're going to China. You're going to have to do some straight-up reporting from the other side of the wall or the whatever it is. Country. The other, I know, oh, so far away. Communism. That's right. I'm I mean, hey, ask them about how that wall worked for them. They built that great <laughs> wall. Did it work out? How did how to go for them? Because we could really take some some lessons maybe from the Chinese. Yeah. Walls and railroads. Well, <laughs> first, first I'll be in uh, Thailand. So first I'll be in Phuket, and then I'll be in Shanghai. You're but, just gonna, you're just saying, fuck it. I'm going to Phuket. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's uh, it, what what is it like down? Is it pretty and sunny down there this time of year? Is it like there's? Oh yeah, it's gonna be really warm. It's like, their summer. Yeah, I get to dress up like summertime, oh, and then wow. like I have to bring some winter stuff in Shanghai. Wow. So, two climates. Wow. Two climates. Where for where yeah. are you where where are you for Christmas? Are you in that 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 godless I'll be communist in, uh, state? Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, so, so my Christmas will be tropical. Yeah, I I, I want to. Do they have like a really thin 
Santa, like a thin Asian Santa with like a, like with a, he has a gray beard, but it doesn't have like a lot of heft to it. It's more like a long, it's more like a long gray beard. A, a pretty, a prettier Santa, less, less overweight obesity. Yeah. 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 Like a real in that's shape, a, like a, a boatman Santa. Yeah. Actually, I bet you there is probably some folklore about a boatman. I have to look this up. Well, I mean, I also have to, I have, I also have to look up to how to say like hello and thank you. And where's the bathroom? Well, you've got Google Translator. That's true. I think but you just talk into your phone. Um, the thing is, they can't really have stockings because they wear sandals. So, do they hang their sandals up by the? fireplace like i just i want to know if there are any if if there's christmas time and what it's like just because i'm you know i don't know what's going on over there they might be like i what is christmas i'm i'm going to be as curious as you are like i'm wondering all these things obviously there won't be any christmas trees or what have you right they're gonna bring a pine tree that would be funny (laughs) i bet but i know christmas dinner's going to be out of sight dog yeah Yeah. So I was reading um, the stupid letter that um, Dummy Dum Dum wrote to Nancy Pelosi that he didn't write. Oh, yeah. Oh, I I I read some of it. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, he's wow. It's just so dumb because they already did all the hearings and stuff, and it's just like this is my last minute. I didn't get to talk, and it's like because you don't get to talk during those things. They already did all the looking. Like this isn't going to change anything. Well, they gave him a subpoena. And they gave a lot of people that were in the White House a subpoena, but they didn't want to come. Mm. But also, too, the Republicans are, you know, they're trying to protect the president because they know he's such a dummy dumb, like you said. Yeah. They're getting everything. He's a useful idiot. They're getting everything they want from him. And But also, too, part of uh, 45 does want to make a show an appearance because he he loves the television. He likes the limelight. He wants to play it out like it's like some real reality TV show. Yeah, I was saying, who wrote so, the script to this movie? Yeah, <laughs> like he really. So he, part of him wants to go. But yeah, I heard about that letter, and as much as I'm not a fan of Skeletor's sister, Nancy Pelosi, mm-hmm. I love that. Thank you very much. What was that you said, Aaron Barrett? Yeah, that drummer one? comedian Aaron Barrett wrote, wrote that. Yeah, joke. she she. Uh, one of the reporters asked if um, at if she's read the letter that he sent her and she's like I am I'm not going to read that gross letter or something or that insulting letter so she she had a great clap back yeah but uh well he says but ridic- I'm like six pages I've been going through it I've been reading it but he's he's hyperbolic like for this one sentence a ranting and raving congresswoman so it's like he has to be misogynistic even in his fucking letter trying to clear his name it's like in trying to clear himself for the impeachment stuff he doubles down and fucks up even more it's like oh, I we can tell that you're a racist misogynistic homophobic horrible liar because, and, and, and a bully because he's like there's this whole paragraph about how he said everyone in the Ukraine said that they had no pressure there was no pressure I didn't feel any pressure I'm like yeah is that exactly Does, isn't that what someone says when they're being bullied like no I don't know who did it I, n- nothing happened <laughs> Nothing no pressure. No pressure. No pressure. So, anyways, it's ridiculous. Oh, the whole thing's ridiculous. I think it. You know what? I think it should be acted out. Oh, I think yeah. it should be like either. I totally think 
either we should do something like a one a one man woman show or someone we could act it out seriously oh my favorite part though is when he's talking about like the constitution oh yeah my, motherfucker ain't never read no goddamn constitution right right and he's saying oh the founding father i'm like well it, you know and it's it's hard because we i think we've grown since the founding fathers since they were slave owners um and I, I think that when we started, we're like, yeah, give us your tired, your poor, your hungry. Have them come over to America and work. We need cheap labor. And then we're like, okay, well, now you're an American and, and you don't. But we're still like, America was built on cheap labor. And now once once labor starts to organize in any way, then they're like, uh-oh, no more Chinese people. No, no, Chinese Exclusion Act. No more Asians. Uh, they're starting to organize. They speak their own language and they're not letting us in and, they're, and they control all the labor. But we, we are still built on cheap labor. You know, yeah. there's like minimum wage around the country. We're still, our wages are still stagnant. Right. So we, we are still using cheap labor. Did, did you know it's that? It's just a fact. When minimum, when minimum wage was set up, it was supposed to be uh, to to take care of a family of four um, f- for 40 hours a week. That when minimum wage was set up, it was so that you could, that was enough money that you could feed a family of four. And isn't that <laughs> insane? It's so insane. Because now you have to have like three minimum wage jobs and... The taxes they take out of them are insane. And like that you can't live in the city. Anyone who has a job in the city, a lot of them can't live in the city, especially if it's in the service industry. It's like we just we just it's, abuse labor. You know, the the thing about the free job thing, you're actually spinning facts for real because now that's how the average American the average American I believe makes twenty five thousand a year. Wow. It's under thirty. Sure. It's not good. And so now, you know, since wages are stagnant and uh, minimum wage in a lot of places, what we've read before is like still $7 an hour. Right. People are working three minimum wage jobs. That is, some, that is a lot of people's reality here. But also, too, some of those assholes that work those three jobs vote the wrong way. Right. So... Some of those people vote the wrong way because they have so much hate in their heart. They're like, fuck it, I'd rather be poor than have some Negro take my job or some goddamn brownie. So It's just so crazy because we could raise the standard of living for everyone. I don't know. I, yang, yang gang, baby. Well, So there's a couple di- new, new statistics that make sense to me that could help would st- just like Yang Gang says that you could stimulate the economy by so when you house homeless people when you give people housing it's actually less ex- less expensive than letting them continue to live without housing because if somebody shoots up the heroin and they and someone has to call a 911 then that's $15,000 that the city sucks up for that ambulance ride right but, and, then, and then if we're talking about here, street cleaning. Right. Right. Well, the DPW is $4 million a year just to clean up, just to take away people's possessions that are living on the street. So, but the money, we could easily house everyone. There's just no, $15,000 should be able to house someone for a year in San Francisco. And that's one ambulance ride. And if, if we 
gave people housing that where they had safe access and where they wouldn't be shooting up on the street alone and so they wouldn't die and you wouldn't have to have the the money spent on the services like you could preventative medicine right is the best kind so if you yeah. give people access to like healthcare and housing and education and it's it's cheaper in the long run than letting there be a, a population of homeless people um, absolutely i mean I watched the old, um, I watched the, um, it was an interview from last year. I think it was on K-Ron. Um, what a stupid name for a news station. But um, <laughs> they were talking about, they were doing an investigation on the Tenderloin. This is an article, it was an investigation thing from 2018. And so they were talking about how much they spent, you know, cleaning up the streets, um, having, you know, the labor it takes, the the. And also, too, um, they were showing different areas that had the most feces and then the hypodermic needles. Oh, yeah. And then what's sad is right by um, they were there were these uh, preschoolers oh. and the cute kids. And they were talking about, like, how they have to, you know, they have to walk the kids through that area and, like, around, like, the, um, the, uh, the city hall and how the kids know what needles are and they're coffee things now or they see you know poop on the street and they're like oh watch out for poop which is that's horrible yeah now when people talk about the kids this is what i'm like i'm gonna talk about the kids because living in this expensive ass city and and you have like a bunch of four-year-olds that have to see some shit that i didn't i don't recall seeing even when i was 10 years old you know, the fact of the matter that they have oh. to be taught this. And then they're in danger because they could step on a needle or pick yes. one up. Well, remember the story we read about the little nine-year-old kid who came home from the pool and he died fentanyl. from a fentanyl, fentanyl. overdose? Yeah. Uh-huh. And and that was just because he stepped on it at the pool. And that was in crazy-ass Florida. It's just... <laughs> but it's, in, it's incredible that, like, it really is dangerous. I, I mean... It, it, it's it's real, but it's also it's like children shouldn't have to see poop. Well, and I mean, it's I'm real, talking about but... more like that. That's a whole nother story because Florida's fucked up. But <laughs> here in San Francisco, we're just as fucked up. You want to pay starting starting rate? Excuse me, starting rent is three thousand dollars. So I want to pay three thousand dollars so so I can watch someone shoot up and shit. All at the same time in right. front of me. And pray to God I don't step on either one of the two. And plus also too, fecal metal is in the air. I oh. always forget about the fact that fecal metal fecal metal in the air is uh, actually dangerous as well. Yeah, of course. It can have um so, hep C or any mm-hmm. crazy terrible things in it. Yeah, gross. Yeah. Scary. So, so you mean, need to tell I, us when you come I back. I say from, I don't like this town. I just want to know how much, how many homeless people there are in Thailand and in um, Shanghai. Like, when you kind of keep your eye out for it and see, like, do they have... Is, they definitely don't have them in Shanghai. Thailand, I will check. Yeah, just because, <laughs> like, I'm interested to... I'm just wondering, like, wouldn't it be crazy that in America, in this first world country that we live in, if... If we have more of a homeless situation than, say, Shanghai, <laughs> you know, like, 
I don't know. I'm just I'm just interested to see like I know they're very strict about you know homeless like in um, like Hong Kong and Shanghai. Thailand's a different kind of animal. Hopefully, I'll be able to make it to Bangkok. <laughs> um, <laughs> How did this because, trip all uh, come about? Like, I got family in Shanghai. Wow! And so we for Christmas. It was a plan, and a, a pretty a fucking expensive plan. I've been on this whole couple of the whole month of December. I've been on nerves. Like I, my anxiety has been a mess. Hence why I could not come in today. Sorry, people, because I have to get everything ready. Yeah. I have to get the dog, the animals situated. I got some shit going on with my job, which I might be quitting. Oh, I mean, so it's just like it's hard to leave I for three weeks. I mean, what? you're, you're going to be gone for like three weeks. It's hard to leave yeah. for three weeks. I understand. Yeah, I mean, I my I leave on the I I leave on the sixth, so I probably would be back on the seventh of January. Yeah. So. It's just, so how much? How much? It's really expensive to fly from San Francisco to Shanghai. Well, here's the thing. See, this is another thing that pissed me off. So my aunt, who lives in Shanghai, she teaches. She said that she was going to pay for my ticket. I said, are you sure about that? I can take care of it. This is months ago. And she was the one that you met at my barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, come to find out, she just bought for my, like, my one-way ticket there. And then I just had to spend $1,100 coming back. Whoa. Wow. And, so- and I told her, and I told her, don't buy my ticket coming back because I found one for 800 and something dollars. Which still ain't cheap, right? But she bought it. She bought me an eleven hundred dollar ticket, of which I have to pay her back, which is part of my party fund. Oh, Thailand. So now I'm like trying to like, well, basically I had to dig in the savings account. I see. I see. For the so I mean, but Thailand things are cheap, cheap in Thailand, right? They've got to be. Yeah, yeah. Thailand's cheap, but you know I'm not. I'm probably just. Oh, it's anxiety. I know yeah. because I've getting gotten older. The holidays do that to me. Did um, they what, what kind of money do they have over there? Thailand has their own money, right? Yeah. Uh, let me look that up. Because yeah, I always worry about the money. I'm like, what do you? And then the and bot. the and like the oh the bot. bot. And then the trans the translation rate of like how much is how much? Because when they're like, oh, it's five bot, and you're like, what is that? Like five cents or like five bucks you know like what is you know what it almost sounds like you're saying five bucks anyway right uh let's see let's do i got my um currency oh damn it i always i always get currency before i go but that's just because i'm like extra crazy about i know they don't use too much cash um in um in china so they do everything the on their cards. Um, they have. They use like you know. They're. They do use cards more. Yeah. They're they're in the future. They've got the retinal scan where you just take all the money out of the account with like. Yeah. Uh. All right. So back to the U.S. dollar. I'll say eighty. Oh shit. Okay. How about eight hundred? Okay. So eight hundred bot. The U.S. dollar is twenty-six dollars and forty-seven cents. Wow. Okay. Eight hundred baht is like thirty bucks. And what can you buy for eight hundred baht? Ass. No I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, be careful over there. With I'm those. Not no, buy I, that. Know, I, know, I know, I know, I know. 
I might I might see some inappropriate things that I might you of know. course There's it's a, Thailand especially in Bangkok. I mean, it's name alone. We're, I'm just such a. I'm I, sorry. I'm such a junior high boy. I'm like, <laughs> it's called Bangkok. No, I heard now people who have been to Bangkok have told me that you are going to see some things, and you might have to call out some people. Oh, as, you know, you know, that's where a wealthy businessman might to go and do their debauchery with young children and shit like that. Hopefully, I don't run into any of that shit because I will call people out. Because um, I've heard several people when they say, yeah, you know, they like bang your cock. But that was one of the things that they saw that was just really, really, purely disgusting. Oh. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm But sure. I am up for a ping pong show. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, yes. <laughs> What what are you? Oh, oh go ahead. I just want to know what what you can buy for eight hundred baht. Um, food. I'm guessing. Well, things are gonna be cheap, so probably like you know, food, well, more than food. That'll probably be buy dinner for everybody. Well, that's um, what I'm gonna. Uh, let me look that up. Let me look this up here, and I'll say like. Wait. Um, so I haven't talked to you. Yeah. How is your tour? Oh, it was great. Yeah. Um, Portland's amazing. The festival was incredible. I performed. 18 times in nine days because within that time I took two days what? I know there were two days where I, I was there for 11 days total but two days I didn't perform I didn't perform on Thanksgiving and I didn't perform the Wednesday night before I left um, but, nice. so I did nine nine days and um, and you I your yeah 18 I did 18 shows I headlined twice I was on a bunch of different stuff um, it was great uh, and then I came home and I was like, oh, why am I back here? <laughs> yeah. I just, it was, it was a hard, it was, it was a hard like transition back to, oh, nobody, nobody respects me at work. No, it was like, it was hard. It was hard to come back because everyone up there was like, you're so amazing. You have so much material. You haven't done anything twice. You're, they, they loved me. I was just so happy to be up there and just, um, okay, so what can you buy for a thousand baht in Thailand? Let's start this blog with some exchange rate conversions for you. A thousand baht is about 32 US dollars. Okay, so what can you buy for about 32 US dollars? One expat on Twitter from Surin said, well, a thousand baht is his daily budget. Whereas one of my Thai followers said that that it would equate to two bottles of Australian Shiraz from the Wine Connection. Hotel accommodation in Thailand can be a great value. So many commented commented that this um, this can be a cheap room for the night. Simon from Payata said a thousand baht gets him a Thai green curry, coconut rice, and some beer while he can watch the sunset along the beach. That's not that great. Um, George says that a thousand baht got you a bottle of scotch and cigarettes. Um, other always food and drink a small grocery shop or a night out for me if I grab some food and drink after work with my wife I expect a thousand baht to cover our meals and a couple of beers in fact if you cut the beer out it can be much cheaper so that didn't help us out too much but do these people like wear shit like a thousand baht will get me some shoes and and, and a nice skirt right right Uh, that's a good question um Maybe 
where can I purchase bats? That's what it didn't it didn't get it didn't get for me. Um, <laughs> but hey, it looks like it's about thirty two bucks, and it it gets you kind of far. It makes it's because if you're sitting on a beach eating a really nice dinner for thirty two with some wine, that's that's a pretty good deal, I guess, for by American standards. Well. We'll be staying at a resort, so we'll be on, on the beach. So I'm oh, yeah. At a resort. Are you taking your uh, your man with you, or what's your... No, so he will be in the UK. So oh. everyone in that, yeah, all his international players will not be on the continent of the United States. Wow. That's so, really cool. No, I'm not, I'm not yeah. going anywhere. Uh, He'll be back before I will, though. Oh, wow. So where are the yeah. dogs and where are all the animals going? So they, we have people coming in, some friends and stuff of ours in the neighborhood uh-huh. who we trust. Um, and um, we're going to have them come and uh, feed the animals. One of the uh, girls that works at the coffee shop where we go to she is a dog walker and she lives in the neighborhood so she says she'll be able to come down like once a day um to come walk the dog and then marcus doesn't know but i invested in a hidden camera which should be coming today so i can put up while uh, so i can put up while i'm gone and watch and see what's going on and hook it up to my alexa so that's, that's another thing that's had me on nerves too. So like you can yell animals. at your you can yell at your dog from from the other side of the world. <laughs> that's exactly hilarious. Confuse them, right? Because you can yell through Alexa or whatever. The future is now. I see your yeah. face. You're like Chinese face recognition. I've got dog recognition. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna take that bad boy down when I come back, though, because I want them. I don't want the government watching me. No, hey, dude. I oh my god, my that's one of the things that totally tripped me out when I was in Portland. My sister, sister Katie, has Alexa or Google Home or whatever fuck it is, and it was listening to our conversation, and then it was like giving us commercials about stuff. I'm not fucking lying. It is insane. They are listening. They're listening. We were talking about things on the sofa, something weird, and then all of a sudden there was a commercial break on the Google thing, and it was a commercial for what we were talking about. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? And it's been happening a lot, actually, that there have been weird like coincidences of computers or phones being around and then something else happening from from a machine place, but it's giving us commercials, information, trying to get us to purchase. I just yeah. I, I, see, why, why see, you can't even have a conversation without someone trying to sell you some shit. It's insane. It's insane. And I've been looking at like the um, the ads, the pop up ads on the side of everything. I mean, I try to ignore them, ignore them for the most part. But sometimes I do look at them and I'm like, are they targeting me? Like, what's going on? Oh, did yes. you? This is. I don't know if. I mean, I guess I can talk about it because it's gonna. It's already. I'm gonna be in a commercial for national TV. What? Yeah, it was filmed Ooh. last week. Me and Jonathan together. We were. Wait, what for? For um, this website for hims and for hers. Basically, right now they sell Valtrex, um, online, okay. and they're. I know I'm the face. I'm gonna be the face of herpes, and then um, 
But now they're they're going to start selling ED medication um, online. So yeah, so and I think you birth, got paid, right? Oh my gosh, yeah. I, like, but that was the whole thing is yeah. that we got paid for sitting down and doing the taping last week, and then we didn't know if we were going to get cut into the commercial or not. But um, my buddy who's working on it, he goes, "Yeah, you're in a couple scenes," which means that. We get like paid and get residuals and all this stuff. Like it's crazy. Shut up. Yeah, and it's like a real commercial on like real TV and stuff, which is funny. And so we're, you're gonna pop up like I'm, I'm gonna be watching like something like Blackish on Hulu, and then you're gonna pop up. I'm a Hulu, you and Jonathan. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I know it's crazy. That is dope. Yeah, I can't believe we got chosen. I thought after we we taped it last Thursday, and Jonathan was super hungover, and I was like really nervous and trying to give them what they wanted, you know? And, uh, I was, when we finished and they gave us a breakfast burrito and some beef jerky and like coffee and stuff. It was great. But, um, and some money and some money and some money. But I was like, well, if we don't make it, it's okay because you know, we got the money and we got this and we had this experience and it's fine and everything. And then, um, the guy just wrote to me, he goes, yeah, you're already in a couple of scenes. So, you know, cool. He's like, I knew you were right for Hell this job. Yeah. yeah, yeah so that's the way to end the that's the way to end the year and the decade. Yeah, right. It's commercial, baby. Yeah, I know. With my little, a little commercial, and this means your parents will see this and probably be like, oh no, she has herpes. <laughs> they already know. My mom used to call it the nose disease. She knows. They all know that that our family has it. Um. So. What are your, are, do you have any like big goals for Thailand or for Shanghai, things that you want to do or want to see or from an American perspective, what you want to see is different or like things um, that you're expecting? I, I, you know how much I love history. So I definitely want to go like culturally, you know, talk about the history, like go to like historic places, which are all over the place from what I hear. Yeah. Um, I, food is also important. History and food are my favorite. Um, and then if we go to Bangkok, I plan on going to McKellar Bar in Bangkok. Oh, that's funny. They take good, really, they take really great care of you know the fellow McKellar people. Of course they do. So that's if I'll be with McKellar much longer. Um, so yeah, uh, Shanghai. I'm looking forward to uh, fake Louis Vuitton. Hell and, yeah. Uh, big shiny skyscrapers and the, their culture i'm really interested we have a four-hour layover in hong kong i oh. wouldn't be able to explore the city but i heard they have one of the most prettiest largest uh, airports in the world so i guess being stuck at an airport for four hours pop and drinking won't be too bad no that won't be bad at um, all. I, i'm looking forward to meeting other people around the world yeah you know Maybe it'll inspire me to, like, you know, get off this continent. Sure. You know, make a move. Not saying that China's any better right now. Hell no. <laughs> Thailand has their own issues. But, I mean, that'll be, let's see, the other, that'll be four continents that I've been to? Yeah. Damn. Four. Next is Africa. But, I mean, it's just the food and history. Sure. Most definitely. And then the beach, boys. Is, is there anything you're afraid of? Any, any like, fears you have where you're like, oh, boy. Food poisoning. Okay. And snakes. Food poisoning and snakes. Do you have any precautions for either of these things? Do you have, like, some, um, what's it called? Um, I, oh, what is it called? It's, um, it's a stuff you can. I have no could, precautions. You have no precautions. It's, um. I just have to be aware. Yeah. 
What is there's a right. metaclopamide. There's a thing that they used to my veterinarian friends used to give me at Burning Man and it's called metaclopamide and it makes you not poop and it makes you not barf. And um and it's pretty amazing stuff. So I know you're no, you're leaving tomorrow, do, I so did, Yeah, I I didn't I, I wasn't worried about getting shots. I know people certain white people like to get shots. Sure. When they go to places like this, and I'm just like, I'm okay. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think I'm more worried about getting sick, or like, like I said, food poisoning. Right. And fucking snakes. We are going to yes. be warm climate. Fucking Thailand, snakes. like that part of the world, has some interesting creatures. I don't want. I don't want to be any part of their dietary no 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 no. you want to stay away from snakes but if you remember it or write it down it's the real medical term for this stuff metaclopramide so if you were let's say in thailand and you were you had some bad food poisoning experience you could go i bet you could get over the counter because it's thailand I or bet I could but you you would have to tell them the name healthcare. the name is metaclopramide M-E-T-A-C-L-O, something like metaclopamide. But if you said it a couple times, it'd be like, oh, yeah, that's because that's the name of the actual medicine. And it's in other things, you know, like Pepto-Bismol or whatever. To, you're going to have to send that to me via like Facebook or uh, 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 our messenger. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. that's yeah. another thing. So I also have to, I think I'm in uh, China. I'm more scared about offending people. And plus, you know, there's no Facebook and stuff in China. There's only oh. that. Wow. So, yeah. I'm also, there is one more thing I'm afraid of in Thailand. Yeah. Getting caught with drugs. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's a super scary thing right now, isn't it? Do you remember, I think this is back in the 90s, that white boy that uh, he got caned in Singapore? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I do remember that. Yeah. I keep, that. that keeps playing in my head. For some reason, I don't know why, and I'm not going to Singapore, but I don't know why. It just because people they do offer you drugs, yeah. So, and I can't smoke pot. I'm definitely not going to take any pot. Right? No, of course no. not. I'm not trying to make this like what's that horrible movie? Was it Broken Palace or something? Oh, oh, that was awful with the Claire Danes. Oh, poor yeah, darling. Claire Danes. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> oh, and she was in there forever, and it was like, oh. Yeah. yeah, that's another one that keeps playing in my head too. Yeah, absolutely, super <laughs> scary. I sent you, I sent you the metaclopramide um, link, you. I got link it. Wikipedia Yay. link, so that you can see. It's just Kissing if me. you walked in anywhere and were like metaclopramide, they'd be they'd be able to service you and it just makes and you and I'm sure it'll be cheap too yeah I mean just no no weed hey it's the same thing when we were in Greece weed in Greece is super super illegal so when you're in Greece you just don't do it you know it's it's one of those things where you just sort of adjust to wherever you are and that's yeah. fine you know whatever and that was the other thing when we were in Am- when when it is legal in a place like say Amsterdam or when it's tolerated or what have you um, when they offer you something that isn't tolerated, say no, because they're going to try to steal your money. They're either going to beat you up and steal your money, or they're going to give you fake drugs and steal your money. Either way, you're going to give them money and you're not going to be happy about it. And hey, Oh, well, I learned my lesson in Portugal. I told you. I think right. I told you about, yes. So I you did it twice, though. That was the it. funny thing, is you did it twice. Yeah, <laughs> that was the, that's what I love about the story is that it happened twice, and you were like, "I ain't twice. learning." 
That's cool. You, you know what? You would think a bitch would have learned her first time. No, no, no. 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 Yeah, but be careful. No, you know, no drugs in Thailand. There's enough alcohol. Just have the best time. Make yeah. sure you don't get roofied. You know, um, that's another thing. Yeah. I, I um, a lot of people, of course, I love when Americans get really high strung about like, oh, be careful over there. I'm like, we mass shoot people here every day. That's true too. You know, people I probably need to be are nicer. Here. But another thing that's been going in my mind that's been playing like a movie, the whole sex trafficking thing. Oh, yeah. That is a really big thing. Not just over there, but everywhere. Right. And the fact that I'm American, my passport could be sold. Oh, shit. All these things. Yeah. But All you're, you're keep, you know, you know how to do it. You're a bartender. You can hold yourself together. You keep your wits oh, about yeah. you. You, I mean, I got no fear for you, but it's good that you're at least thinking about it and having it in the back of your mind because that's going to help keep you safe, more safe, you know? Yeah. And it's, you know, cause I, I'm usually that kind of person where, like I said earlier, you know, one of the things I do want to do is meet new people, Sure, but that new person that I might be meeting might be a sex trafficker. <laughs> <laughs> Those are not the new pe- the people that I want to meet. Yeah, no, I'll 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 try to buy you back. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll buy you back. Well, get back to your packing. Thank you so much for calling in and being awesome. And I can't wait to hear your adventures from when you come back. I'll bring something back. You, I know you like like seasons and shit like that. So I plan on stuffing my luggage with shit for people. Hell yeah, they make. I didn't know that Chinese people ate cheese. Do they? I don't know. I didn't know they had cat. I don't know. I don't know anything. I was thinking more like Thai food. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you, you've got my number. <laughs> cool. Well, keep packing um, and, and, and get all those cute bikinis together. And um, I'll miss you and I'll see you soon. I'll miss you and happy holidays. Yeah, and all so of that. Jonathan, I said hello. Yeah. And you know what? I won't see you to the next decade. Yay, I'll see you the next decade. That's crazy. I want to... I kind of wanted to do like a decade in review kind of sort of because I completely forgot that it was the end of the decade until someone mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And I was just thinking, fuck, this decade went by quick. It, it was. Like, well, because we're getting older. That's what happens. I Age know. changes the way we perceive time for some reason. This is the decade I'm going to be entering my 40s starting next year. Oh, girl. Uh, welcome oh, wait, did to I it. Say that live? No, it's cool. Ooh. <laughs> It's all it's all lies and hearsay. None of that. I don't believe in any of that libel, slander in yourself. <laughs> oh, I will try to. I will try my damnedest to like uh, call from afar or do something from afar. Sweet. While I'm gone. Yeah. Well, either way, take take some little MP3 of something and let us listen to some weird something. Okay. okay. I will do. Oh, by the way, was. Oh, you know what. I'll message you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the best. Enjoy <laughs> right. everything. And um, I'm going to thank Journey Roberts. Journey Roberts just fixed the window. I'm going to go check it out. Oh, right. Yeah. All right. Uh, love Bye. you so much. Have a great New love Year. You. Yay. Love you. Oh. Woo. Yay. All the cats forever. That is Latoya. She is the best. She is the best, but not as great as Journey Roberts. Here, I'm going to play some music here for a second for you guys. I'm going to check this window.
And we're back. Hi, radio. Yay! Journey Roberts in the studio with me today on the AltaCast. I was just talking to Latoya. She's going to Thailand and Shanghai for the New Year's and Christmas and stuff. And that was amazing. And you just fixed the window. It's changed everything. It's so much brighter in the room now. I'm so happy. Better than wood. And better than wood. And no one can punch it. Well, they might break the trim. I don't know. But, I mean, but it wouldn't get punched like the window, like the broken window no, from before. No, they won't cut themselves. Yeah. Ever. Good. Good. Safety first here yeah. at Mutiny Radio. <laughs> yeah. uh, when, when the whole incident happened that broke the window, I was like, we have liability insurance. Do you? We have liability. Yeah, we do. That's good. But no, we didn't need to use it for anything. No I mean, I pressed. guess, yeah, we could have used, I guess, for that window but not really because the deductible and everything it just doesn't make not sense i don't understand insurance yeah i think i'm about to cancel mine before it goes through <laughs> yeah like your health insurance because yeah. we get your kaiser things here all the time i, yeah. I canceled that months ago because oh, okay. i upped my rates and then i was going to sign up for the deadline but i'm like why am i doing this well why not do the um catastrophic what or medical do you make too much money to get i make Medi-Cal? too much money wow yeah medical is awesome yeah I think everyone should have it. It's yeah. ridiculous that we don't have it. Yeah. But honestly. Well. So you just, you just, because now it's not Obama, we don't have to have it. It's like, you're like, eh, I just won't have insurance. Yeah. Why am I going to pay $2,000 a year to that's, not, that's to, pretty to cheap then, to then have to pay my bills anyway. Right. Th- the deductible right. is like eight. So it, exactly. it's not like I get health care for that two grand. Why am I? Right. <laughs> why? It just doesn't make sense. The only thing that's going to fuck me is if I get hit by a bus. Right. But then you get, if you got hit by a bus, you'd get like catastrophic, like the city would take care of you because it'd be the bus's fault. Oh, so as long as it's someone else's fault, I'm okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm so, okay on that. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if you purposely step out in front of something, then you probably don't care about the insurance anyways. No, that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other, like get, you know, just disappear. Um, so what have you been up to? You're, I haven't seen you around the comedy scenes. It's not really your thing anymore. No, I've just been working and being depressed. Oh, <laughs> but I'm, I'm planning on working less. Do, 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 do. Not sending my dog to daycare and cooking for myself. Maybe that'll even the shit out. Right. Yeah. Cooking for yourself always no, no helps. More money. No more money. I, I know money is just little pieces of paper that float through my hands. So you have to pay for doggy daycare. Yeah, but if I only work like four, I think I leave them for three or four hours. Okay. Oh, I see. fuck it. Space it out. Because how much, can I ask how much doggy daycare is an hour? So if if I pay in advance, it costs me like $700 for like a pack of 20. I'm confused. Dogs. Uh, How many how many hours I was asking how how expensive is it for doggy daycare per hour? Yeah, so it's like 40 bucks a day ish. 40 bucks a day. And they take them all day. So eight hours, longer than eight hours. No, they'll take them from like 5 a.m. to midnight. It's, in, it's bananas. Wow. But you, I mean, your your average is what, like eight hours, seven hours? Working? Yeah. No, more. like five or six. Cause oh, okay. Because no one will give you eight. You'd have to work three jobs. But then that's or... the thing is that if you have your dog and doggy daycare for $40 and you're only doing five hours, that's like $8 an hour for doggy daycare. That's it's kind of expensive. Still, I mean... I'm just going to work, you know, two, three hours at a time, twice, a, two, three times a day and take him out in between. And he's going to sure. just deal with it. He's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. No, I leave my cats at home all the time. They're fine. Yeah. They're fine. I got a new kitten. Yeah. Yeah. 
She's real cute. She, oh, well, she's not. She's actually kind of ugly, but I like her because she's ugly. <laughs> she's good. like a calico. She's like a weird looking cat. I'm really wondering what she's going to look like when she grows up. Fugly is in. Dad bod is in. Yeah, isn't it? Uh, power clashing is in. So What's power clashing mean? That's where you deliberately wear colors that really don't complement each other just to be like, yeah, I own this. Fuck you. Wow. So everything's ironic and meta and none of it matters. So wow. Go for it. Oh, yeah. The kids, the kids told me on tick that TikTok is that you do the dumbest thing you can think of and then you get famous for it. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. They're like, yeah, you like to think of a dumb thing. Like you put spaghetti in your nose and you walk backwards and you tap dance. Right. And, and like everyone's like, what? What was the show? Jackass. Everybody's yeah. jackass now. Everybody's jackass now. Ridiculous futures now but what about Azerbaijan what, what how are <laughs> is Azerbaijan boring you that's yeah. one of my favorite punchlines of yours why did you where where have you been why did you fall off the comedy radar because I thought I could um god I have such I thought I could just hustle all day and make money but then of course you end up spending money thinking I've been good I'll go eat out and shit and I thought I could get it all together but I'm I'm giving up on that and I'm just gonna try and slide through what what would you when you when you want to eat out what what are the special things you eat i don't even know just wherever is available like yamo and places like oh that, i love like, yamo i don't know or that there's that vietnamese place six and market you know what i'm talking about they do these uh, amazing um, fried yes, pork rolls that, that are is like um, really asian any asian toulon toulon they're great good yamo is so good and it's only like 650 a plate it's, it's so good and that black bean fish i'm telling you since I've tragically lost my sense of taste. Oh, no. I know. Taste and smell menopause. It's fucking me up. Oh, wow. But yeah, so I haven't gone back to Yamo because I just don't want it to hurt my feelings. Right. Because I ate before I lost. I'm just so lucky that I did this, though. In January through March of last year, I was obsessed with Yamo. And I went like, I ate everything on their menu. I was yeah. like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start at the beginning of the menu. I'm going to eat every single thing they have. I'm yeah. going to eat both those fish chowders. I'm, I'm going to eat everything. I'm going to eat the weird spinach noodles I'd never yeah. had before I ate the whole menu yeah and then in April I lost my sense of taste and smell and now I'm kind of like you know what but I did it I but ate man, all the way through Yamo's you menu slipped under the wire. I was so happy that I got them all in there yeah. but now I don't necessarily want to go back because I'm like I'm gonna know that it's not the same so you're are you just living on soylent now so that you don't have to think kind about of. food um I'm more about I'm more about textury things so like I all eat right. a, a lot of I make a lot of chicken taquitos all right <laughs> I'm like but also because I can't I can kind of taste things but I can taste weird things like um the tater tots at vendors that I cook they taste metallic to me yeah. because whatever way that they get frozen or something that happens, there's a thing. There's a freezer burn thing. It's I don't, it's something. It's like there's certain things now that I can, I can't taste, but I can smell, but I can't smell, but I know that something's wrong. Like, a, <laughs> like there's a metallic smell or like, a, like I can smell, but oh, so, so coffee, poop, coffee, cat poop and chocolate all sort of smell the same. No, they don't. <laughs> but in my, for me, they do yeah. right now. So it's weird. Like, I wonder if there are doctors at home right now screaming at their walls. <laughs> going, this, this woman. <laughs> so this cat, I, we got the new kitten and she pooped on me because she couldn't figure out where the, where the, um, litter box was the first two days. She was a very tiny kitten and she pooped and I was cleaning it up and I was like, it just doesn't smell like it smelled like coffee or like chocolate to me. It didn't yeah. smell like poop. And I was like, this is just wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty bad. It's fine. Hope they say sometimes with menopause, sometimes it comes back. 
That would be good. Yeah, I hope so. Did you ever watch that documentary about that chef who lost his? Yes, I did. Greg Ashens. Maybe that'll. Yeah, yep. Because he was he was an interesting one because he had cancer in his tongue. Right. And they wanted to resect his tongue, and he's like, nope. He wanted to die. Right. And he kept it together. It's hard. I mean, I work on a line, and it's hard to cook because I can't smell if things are burning. I have to look and really pay attention. Yeah. And I can't taste what certain things taste like i just i'm sort of guessing i can feel i can feel salt and sugar or salt and um salt and sweet and spicy and i can feel that on my tongue but i can't necessarily like taste it yeah yeah it's it's, it is for the first the first month was like a bummer i was just like so depressed and jonathan was like you've got to eat i lost a bunch of weight i was like fuck it i don't want to eat anymore there's no point in eating (laughs) why even bother why even that's exactly that's exactly (laughs) why bother eating and he brought me these fig bars you know like fig newtons or something and they were all he's like you've got to eat something and i like put it in my mouth and i was like i spit it out like it just tastes like nothing everything tastes like nothing and i was I was a little bit crazy for some for a little time, but then it was like, well, this is the way it is. I just got to get used to it. I mean, I can't like be all pissed and no, you know, there's no reason you to can't that. waste away out of spite. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> I'm never eating again. It doesn't taste food like sucks anyway. I don't even like food. <laughs> it's true my only good joke it's about it's a this is the time i've got to start maybe eating ass because it doesn't matter anyways like that could be a positive part of it yeah and it actually is i jonathan was so funny he was pooping on the toilet he's like he's like it's i'm really glad you can't smell anything and i'm like oh is it is it a is it a good (laughs) one because i can't i can't smell anything it's very funny moose you can come in it's fine Hi, um, I'm kind of I'm pretty excited because coming up at two o'clock, I actually have a priest. Her name <gasps> is Valerie, and she's coming on today's. Some call me Tim. She was actually on it last week, and she was so awesome that I said you must come back this week. And so fabulous because last week we talked about her night ministry. She walks around from ten a.m. until four a.m. talking to people in different neighborhoods. She never felt on only felt unsafe once. And uh, so we talked about that. But I was like, this week, we're going to come back. We're not talking about night ministry. I want to talk about God. I want to talk about like some afterlife shit, like what you believe in, all that. I want to know that whole stuff because she's a real priest. She went to the did all that priest stuff like divination school and where's the collar. And wow. Hell yeah. Yeah. And I didn't swear at all last week. So I'm I'm impressed with myself. I'm like, (laughs) she's like we want to use this for like our night ministry thing i'm like great good go great yeah i won't swear so again today no swearing wow so you said you're you're starting a new podcast are you allowed to talk about it yeah so jade and i are starting a podcast it's called strictly bad vibes (laughs) and it is a complaint department an open complaint department we're still playing with the format but if you want to call into our hotline and complain to us via voicemail about anything? About fucking anything, and we may or may not put it on the show. Wow. But if I could give out the phone number, absolutely, it is four one five three four zero one nine seven six. Again, that's four one five three forty nineteen seventy six. So call, bitch, complain, moan. We take screeds, manifestos, whatever the fuck is on your mind, as long as it's negative. Wow, and so you just want to. And it's not like you're going to make fun of that. You're going to agree with oh, them no. in their negativity. I don't know yet. You don't I'm gonna, know yet. Okay. I'm going to put a format together. I'm hoping to just get a, a whole ton of calls and okay. then we're going to figure out a format. I just feel like negativity gets short shrift. 
right i feel like there are positive aspects to bad vibes and i'm planning on celebrating everyone's misery so that's great come with us yeah yeah oh there's so much to complain about it's endless it's It's, bottomless it's endless like it's yeah especially right now it's just when so much when everything's come out like the internet has made let all of us get to know each other and it's not good not good (laughs) at all oh my god this weekend was like this weekend was a crazy hate spiral of of internet juju on my page it was bad lots of arguing lots of just rape allegations oh boy crazy things just just crazy stuff people take you're a rape supporter no no you don't believe in what well no i don't it was just it's and then once you try to defend yourself then people are like oh yeah you feel like you need to defend yourself no you know people are so excited when they found a narrative that they can throw weight behind and they really don't care whether or not it's accurate real yeah new anything all like of they it. just don't care well, but that's the thing is that we we created this in our own society we started saying what was it five years ago fake it till you make it when did that start coming out everyone was like fake it till you make it fake it till you make it how about have some fucking discipline and do some goddamn work and oh, get no, some no. shit done yeah why why does it have to be fake it till you make it why can't right. it be practice and practice and practice and fail and get better no, and everyone... get better and practice and then you make it no, everyone's going to do them because I'm a special, I'm special. Right? It's just crazy to me when they're like... But I understand people who've been traumatized, like narcissism is an easy out of trauma. Like if you just... <laughs> it's true. It's true. I mean, if you're listening to the whole... I love Lizzo, but her shit about, I'm just doing myself and fucking like she's just... It's crazy. Who's Lizzo? Exactly. Never mind. <laughs> oh, okay. And she's a pop star, a new pop star who got into trouble for shaking her ass bare oh. naked at a fucking lakers game and now she's just oh, but if she, she wasn't showing her butthole that's still pg-13 well it's a thong yeah that's fine that's fine yeah because i guess so you it's can a family so... game 180 percent side not, boob i'm yeah. not taking a side i'm just saying like the people attacking her are nuts and she's also nuts like well, everyone's fucking nuts and then if i was to jump in the conversation i'd take a picture of a lakers cheerleader and put them next to each other and say what's that's the what difference they're doing. what's the difference You've got super clear. I mean, but it's PG-13. Is Hey, did you see the... Remember when Lady Gaga did the American Horror Story thing and in every single fucking episode it was just her side boob it was like they put her in pasties and put her on a bed writhing around with like blood and stuff in every single episode they're like look she's a sexy vampire with with yeah. the with, with nipple with what are they called nipple covers with pasties, pasties. and they were showing all of that and that's pg-13 and that was on like abc yeah right and if you can see you can see anyone's butt coming out of a pool and that's fine as long as you don't see any butthole so seems like such a random line to me it, it isn't isn't it like you could see the butt cheeks but not the butthole context so important all right i, I don't know i don't understand how we've decided what's well and isn't that the definition of pornography i'll know it when i see it absolutely i'll know it what's the line on hate speech i'll know it when i hear it it's like oh okay i know complain about that what (laughs) what what would be what are your top five things favorite things to complain about um capitalism capitalism easy rich people okay (laughs) mostly that (laughs) like that's usually most of our problems global warming which again capitalism oh, rich right. people like sure. it's all the same it's all the same it's all the same garbage i'm so mad at mark zuckerberg because he's a billionaire now yeah and we still have eight thousand five hundred people living in the uh, rain right now 
Yeah, and there's is that just in San Francisco? Just San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. apparently there are five empty houses for every homeless person, which yeah. is fucking great. And the so um, good. And the the Transamerica building is only half filled. So I say let's use the symbol of San Francisco, and let's turn it into housing. Let's shit in it. Let's shit in it. Why not? There's bathrooms inside of it. Absolutely. There's bathrooms inside the Transamerica. I bet there's bathrooms on every. There's multiple bathrooms on every floor. Right. And if those floors aren't, and why not just turn one of those bathrooms into a shower and then and then we put a social worker and a nurse on every floor yeah. and we do some job creation there and then yeah and then that's then that'll be great yeah yay sounds good to me yeah i know and i feel like mark zuckerberg has the money to do it he could do all of it he could do all of it he's not going to because a billion dollars a billion a billion dollars is it's too many dollars but it's like a, like i think think of conceptually of a million dollars but then a billion dollars is 999 did you see plus this? one million dollars did you see this thing about like um if, if you get a buck a second it's 12 days to get to a million dollars and it's like 32 years to get to a billion dollars wow. like it's just so outrageously much more and there's 2,000 billionaires on this planet. It's so we crazy. We should eat all of them. Right, exactly. Well, because they're, why do they, once you get that rich, your money begets money. And right. So it isn't even you doing anything. So what, why does that particular person think they're so entitled that they need 15 houses? Oh, I can tell you exactly why, because no one likes them. And so they have to control people because it's the only way that they get social interaction. You think? Yes. So it's that's they need to afford a personal assistant because otherwise they wouldn't have any friends. Yeah. Do you want to hang out with Mark Zuckerberg? The Koch brothers? No. no Nobody. No, no one wants to go hang out with those guys. They're no. insufferable. Of course. So they have to buy people. Oh, wow. Like, what else are you going to do with yourself? I mean, I mean, if you scrape a million dollars together, it's so you can buy pretty shoes. <laughs> if you scrape up 50 million or 100 million it's so that you can buy pretty people like that's wow. the only fucking way to figure it out sure and they're in this hole it's i mean they could come down but it'd be so painful to, to be a normal person yeah to figure out how to talk to people and like just be cool and like charming and figure out how to make people like you at this point when you grew up i mean mark zuckerberg got his money at like what 20 oh sure. so he's stuck there right like he can't come back down now. Well, there's he has like the coolest. His house is like like right by Dolores Park, and it's it's an entire, it's an entire like city block. I cleaned one of those up above Dolores Park. Wow. There's a place where tech and uh, Apple and Google have a own a joint house so that they can just talk to each other. Sure. It's a house where you should raise like six families, <laughs> and they just use it for like meeting spaces every once in yeah. a while. And it's pristine. Yeah, and like parties and stuff. Yeah. Maybe. So oh. I clean one of those places. I know what they're like. But he lives up there. He can't, he lives down in San Jose, doesn't he? I, I'm sure he has a billion houses. Who knows? I mean, if it, with a billion dollars. Anyway, sorry, you were talking about his house. No, no. It's, it's right up there by Dolores Park, and it's like this entire compound. It's like an entire... Uh, Moose is, eat, likes to eat his leash. I'm not going to be able to get home. <laughs> oh right because he'll eat the leash <laughs> you gotta hold him onto his collar and be like he's a he's a pretty boy yeah so the way that we solve everything is by stealing money from the rich people uh t appropriating appropriating yeah fair yeah i don't care actually if you want if you want to yeah call it stealing robbery i don't care yeah. i just don't understand 
how much money people think they need to make. Like just more than the other guy. They don't care. Yeah, but nobody. How would you even go about spending four oh, million man. dollars a year? Nesting yachts, helipads. Net. What's a nesting yacht? Oh, nesting yachts are like a, a like picture a Russian doll, but with yachts. So you have like a big yacht that's like a giant catamaran, and then you have little yachts that go into your big yacht. Wow, there's so much money. Well, I parties. Uh, sure, yeah. It's just exp- It's just apartments you can, for your mistress. Oh, right. Yeah, what? you know that's a job I should have gotten, mistress. mistress. Well, now your new ass-looking skills. Uh, yeah. You can... Well, now I'm too old. Nobody's <laughs> looking for. No one's looking for this. But when I was in my twenties, man, I was spent. I shouldn't have been married. I should have been. I should have tried to go for the big bucks in the in the mistress dollars, getting put up and put feminism back ten years, twenty years, no problem. Be a, be a mistress. Take it. Uh, good stuff. So the complaint line, give us that number again, and I'm going to have to put it into my phone because it it's is. hilarious. 415-340-1976. And people can just complain about anything. Yeah. Rants, raves, bad days, whatever. Just oh, that's nice. All our, all your bad times, bring them to us. There's nowhere else for you to put them. So yeah. Yeah. What else are you going to, but so you're, and are you, you're, you're axed out of comedy. You're not going to, uh, don't let's see what this anymore. podcast thing does. All right. And if I can get some money together. And fix my life, which is crumbling. Really? So. But I still saw your. I saw you up. I saw where you parked today. Sure. It, <laughs> it goes around. It goes around blocks. It doesn't reverse anymore. You fixed the window. You're pretty fucking together. You I know, couldn't be together. Transmissions enough. and windows are a whole. <laughs> it's not even the same. Anyway, it's not even a thing. Well, thank you so much for donating your time. Yeah. And skills. Yeah. To make beautifying mutiny radio. Now I'll just have to clean the damn place. (laughs) No, I know. I. It's like I. I do it once a week, but then I don't. I don't do it for like. I'm telling you, I was here. No, I wasn't here on Monday because I had a show. I've been. I've been booking shows in Oakland, which is. I'm like, oh, I should branch out and I should go do it, and then I'm like, fuck, I have a show in Oakland. Yeah. But anyway, so tonight I'm at the Legionnaire. But Monday I was at the. The RIC Club, which was actually really cool, and but but then I'm not here, so I haven't been in this building since last Friday, which yeah. is why it looks like someone took a dump in it, <laughs> because because that's how it works. But it's you know, it's it's all good. Thank Keep you going. so much for being here. Thank you so much for fixing the thing. Thank you. I'm really excited for two o'clock when we've got uh, Valerie coming in uh, to talk about God and stuff. Uh, thanks for being here on the AltaCast. I'm going to put on some music for a sec, and then I'm going to check out this Donald Trump letter, read a little bit more. Yay. Yeah,
kind of all over the place today on the AltaCast. That's fine. Uh, just finish up here with a little bit of Donald Trump's letter because he is a ridiculous fool and I can't wait till he's impeached in the House later today. There is nothing I would rather do than stop referring to your party as the do-nothing Democrats. Unfortunately, I don't know if you'll ever give me a chance to do so. Meow, meow, meow. Blah, 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 blah. Um, his letter is ridiculous. It is long. Wow, I keep going through it. And, oh, there's the end. Sincerely yours, Donald J. Trump, President of the United States of America. Let's see what his last, what his thing was. I have no doubt the American people will hold you and the Democrats fully responsible in the upcoming 2020 election. They will not soon forgive your perversions of justice and abuse of power. Nope, they're just using the power that is given to them. There's far too much that needs to be done to improve the lives of our citizens. It is time for you and the highly partisan Democrats in Congress to immediately cease this impeachment fantasy and get back to work for the American people. While I have no expectation that you will do so, I write this letter for the purpose of history and to put my thoughts on permanent and indelible record. 100 years from now, when people look back at this affair, I want them to understand it and learn from it so that it can never happen to another president again. Blue, 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 blue. You didn't write that letter, you stupid, dumb, dumb idiot. Your whole team wrote that letter. All right. This has been fun. We're going to miss LaToya for the next couple of weeks. We're going to find out what happens in these impeachment debacles up at 2 o'clock. We are going to have Priest Valerie. We're going to talk about God. I'm going to clean up this shithole here. You can donate to us on Venmo at Mutiny Radio. That is great. Thanks for doing that. Come and see the art. Joey Mock 
and his Moto project. This has been the AltaCast. I've been Pam Benjamin. Hey, keep it real, motherfuckers. <laughs> That's how I wanted to sign off. If you listen this far, thank you. Thank you for doing that. And please give us money at Venmo. And um, please vote in the upcoming election. I know it's not going to ever be a woman, but anybody, anyone, any functioning adult, 2020. That's how I'll end it. Any functioning adult, 2020. The AltaCast. Godspeed to LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth, off on her worldwide adventures, and we'll be back. Nope, next week's Christmas. I probably won't be back on Christmas Day, because it's my anniversary with my wonderful boyfriend, Jonathan. And, um, yeah. I don't think I'll be back. So we'll take a day off. Love y'all. Bye.
I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. But you can apply now through November 30th. 50 shows in seven days, over 50 comics from all around the U.S., and you could be one of them. Go to the Mutiny Radio website, www.mutinyradio.fm. Click the Apply button. Pay that 20 bucks. Donate to Mutiny Radio and apply with your five-minute video to the Mutiny Radio 5th Annual Comedy Festival coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. Submissions close November 30th. Get those submissions in now. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8 That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. 
From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. When you hear the trippy music, you know what time it is. It's two o'clock here on the Mutiny Radio, and it is time for Some Call Me Tim. Welcome to Some Call Me Tim. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. This is a podcast where we talk about 